Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. As always, uh, we appreciate you all for stopping by. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, listen, this is our Monday morning discipleship podcast. Um, Again, we've been doing this for the past few weeks, and uh, every Monday morning, we like to share a word with you uh, to help you continue on with what you probably got in the sanctuary on Sunday and uh, to help you carry the word on into your work week, uh, into the rest of your week. And to help you stay in discipleship mode, uh, even outside of uh, a Sunday morning. And so what we're going to talk about today, um, I, I want to talk about something that I actually preached about on yesterday. Um, I talked about the people problem in church, the people problem in church. And I'm going to share with you all just a few points uh, from that sermon that I shared on yesterday. Uh, we had a good time in the Lord. And I want to share a few points with you all from that sermon, uh, the people problem in church. Now, what I want to do, I'm going to give you a scripture. I'm going to give you uh, uh, the scripture that I use, the text that I use, and uh, it's taken from Matthew chapter 13. And this is where Jesus gave the parable of the sower. And and uh, we talked to, he talked about how, you know, uh, the sower went about and he planted his seeds and uh, some seeds fell uh, by the wayside. Uh, some seeds fell on the stony ground. Some seeds fell among the thorns and then some seed uh, fell on good ground. And so there was a conversation that Jesus had, though, and this is where we picked up our text. There was a conversation uh, that Jesus had with his disciples. And I'm going to make sure I explain uh, why that's important uh, when we get a little bit further along here. But there was a conversation that he was having with his with his disciples uh, after he spoke this parable. So I'm going to give you the scripture, the text that I use when I preached this sermon on yesterday. I only use one verse. I only use one verse. So Matthew chapter 13 verse 15, Matthew 13 and 15. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. It says, for the hearts of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and they have closed their eyes so their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear and their hearts cannot understand and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. Read that again. For the hearts of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and they have closed their eyes so their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear and their hearts cannot understand and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. So here is Jesus. Uh, he's explaining uh, this to the disciples. The disciples uh, came to him and I want to make sure that we make this point here. We talk about the people problem at church. Let me let me start right here. Um, so many times as a minister. Um, as someone who's been in church leadership, as someone who's had to deal with people who do not come to church, um, they can tell you all the reasons that they don't come to church. And it always goes back to people. You know, they, they say, uh, oh, it's the religion set up and, and I don't believe in religion. And they're throwing the Bible around this, that and the other. And the people will give you a lot of excuses and a lot of reasons why they won't come to church. But the reality of the situation is it comes down to people. They have a people problem. They don't have a church problem. They don't even have a God problem. I've said this uh, oftentimes, and I've mentioned this in several books that I've written. I said, nobody has ever left the church because of God. They leave because of people. And uh, I, as I'm sitting here saying this to you, I remember having a conversation with a coworker years ago. And uh, his wife uh, was a regular, uh, she, she attended church regularly, but he didn't always go. And, and he, he was confiding in me that sometimes uh, it caused a conflict. You know, because the wife is taking the children to church, but here he is not going to church and rebelling. And, and when he and I talked about it, 
you know, he just felt like there were people in the church that were judging him and, and this and that. And even back then I explained to him and I wasn't even preaching then, but I was raised in the church. So even though, even back then I explained to him, I said, your problem is not with God. Your problem is with people. You have a people problem. It's not, it's not God that's your problem. And, and let me take it a step further. You know, a lot of people have a problem with organized religion. They say, I don't believe in organized religion. And all of that is a fallacy and all these other things. But when you have the conversation with them, you come to find out that they don't have a religion problem. They have a people problem. So let me explain that a little bit further before I give you a few principles on today. No matter what the religion is, people are practicing that religion. And there's always going to be people who misuse their calling in any religion. I don't care what denomination, I don't care uh, what religion you are. There's always going to be people involved and there's always going to be people that misuse their position and, and they misapply their calling. There's always going to be people. And if you really get down to it, you'll find out there's nothing wrong with the religion per se. There's nothing wrong with the Christian religion. There's nothing wrong with our Bible. As much as people want to say there's something wrong with our Bible, there's nothing wrong with it. It's people. That is a problem. Let me say it like this. As an African-American male, we'll often have this conversation at times where they'll tell you that our Bible is the white man's Bible. Now, if you've done your homework and you've really done your research, you come to understand this is not the white man's Bible. But part of the reason that people believe this is because somebody took the Bible one day and they misused the Bible and they, they, they misapplied the Bible and they misinterpreted or, or shared it with people in the wrong way and purposely confusing them. Right. And so people have an issue with the Bible. But when you really break it down to them, you, you, you'll be able to share with them and help them understand your issue is not with the word of God. If you study the word of God, you'll find out that you don't have a problem with the word of God. You've got a problem with people. And so when we talked yesterday. We were sharing this word about the people problem at church. A lot of people are, are running away from church now because somebody in the church hurt them. If you get, we, we like to call it church hurt, right? And I'm always saying there's, there's no church hurt. <laughs> there's people hurt. The, the true church, the true church, the true call, the, 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 the true, uh, uh, the ecclesia, the called out of God, the true church does not intend to hurt you. The true church intends to love you and fellowship with you. And we may correct you at times, but we should be doing that in love. But the true church is not there to hurt you. The true church is there to love on you and to help you. But there's all kinds of people in the church. And this was what I was sharing in my sermon on yesterday. There's all kinds of people that come in here. Even as Jesus was talking about the, 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 the sower, he was throwing the seed everywhere. It was falling on all kinds of people, right? There, there was, there was, there was the wayside. There was the, the stony side. There was the, amongst the thorns, but then there was good ground. So if you think about these three sets of people, you're looking at about 25%. That's the good ground. And so you come to church and there's all kinds of people there. You know, I gave the analogy on yesterday and I said, listen, I said, uh, we always talk about the fact that the church is the hospital and the church is the hospital. Right. And I, I gave them the, the analogy of somebody actually going to the hospital. Right. I said, listen, people can go to the hospital all the time and they have no intention on doing what the doctor tells them to do. Why? Because some people say, I want you to go and help me feel good in a moment, but I'm really not looking for you to change the condition that I'm in. Yet some people will go to the doctor. And, and I shared this yesterday. I said, some people will go to the doctor and they'll be looking for a pill. I want you to hear me good. A pill or some sort of medication to help them to continue on living the way they've been living. 
Oftentimes they'll get a diagnosis from the doctor that says you don't need any medication. You just need to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, it, 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 no medication is going to help you with this. You need to stop eating what you're eating. You need to stop drinking what you're drinking or smoking what you're smoking or whatever it is. You don't need any medication. You need to change your habits. You need to change your ways. Oftentimes the church is like that where we're looking for some sort of spiritual magical bullet. We're looking for some sort of spiritual uh, just word that's just going to automatically hit our lives and change us. Right. But you've got to be a participant in the change. So even as the seed is dropped upon you, what kind of ground are you? What are you? Are you are you good ground? Right. Are you the stony ground? Are, are you the wayside? Are you amongst the thorns? So, so, so what kind of, and there's nothing wrong with the seed. If you look at the parable, there's nothing wrong with the seed, but there's always something wrong with where the seed landed and the seed will land in some places that are not ready to, to, to receive it and then yield the proper results. Let me share this with you before I get to my principles here. If you notice in the text, and I want you to, if you have the time, go ahead and read uh, Matthew chapter 13. You can start at verse one and read all the way down and, 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 and read that parable of the sower. And uh, you'll read all the way through. If you get down to verse 23, you'll see that even as Jesus is speaking in parable here, he explains what he means by the parable. But I want to make sure that I make this point as we get ready to, to hurry on to our principles here. When Jesus talked about these people, when he said that in verse 15, he says, these people, he says, their hearts are hardened. When he talked about those people, I noticed in the text that when Jesus was speaking of the parable, it was his disciples that came back and said, I need a deeper understanding of what you're saying. It was the disciples. If you look in your Bible, you'll go back to verse 10. His disciples came and asked him, why do you use parables when you talk to the people? I need to understand what you're saying. Tell me why you spoke about it in this matter. Now, now we often think about disciples and we think about that 12, right? But I want to remind you that Jesus had hundreds of disciples. The 12 were the inner circle. He had hundreds of disciples, but yet and still, it's a disciple that will hear Jesus say something and draw closer and say, I want a deeper understanding. It's a disciple that don't just leave it at Sunday morning. A disciple says, when is Bible class? Because I want to be able to come back so that I can raise hands and ask questions and get a clearer understanding this way. Watch this. I'm not running out of the church because people offend me. I came for the word of God and I want to have a better understanding of the word of God, because if I really get a good understanding of the word of God, God will help me deal with people. You won't have to run from church to church expecting things to be perfect because wherever you land, the church is not going to be perfect because it's full of imperfect people. As we just mentioned, they're all at the hospital. They're all trying to get a healing. Right. But but it's, it's about it's about how much they really want it. It's about whether their ears are tuned. Jesus said whether their ears are tuned, whether their hearts are tuned to me, whether their eyes are tuned to me. So we have a people problem. We don't have a God problem. We don't have a word of God problem. We have a people problem. Are they disseminating the word properly? And when they disseminate the word, are people receiving the word properly? But it is the disciples. I wanted to make sure that I make this point. Disciples are interested in a deeper understanding with God. Disciples are interested in a deeper connection. A disciple is interested and a deeper understanding of God word, God's word. But Jesus says to his disciples, he said, these people, these people, there are people in the congregation whose heart have been hardened towards God, even though they show up every Sunday. 
There are people in the congregation who are not there to listen to what God said, even though they show up every Sunday. There are people in the congregation that have tuned God out when the song, when the singing stops, uh, they're, they're, they're not interested in the word of God. When the gossip stops, they're not interested in the word of God. When they can't get their way, they're not interested in the word of God. So he says, these people, these people are not interested in what I have to say, but he's sharing this with his disciples. He's saying, listen, I'm saying this to make it plain to you all because you all have a desire to know it. You've come back and asked me, so I'm going to explain it to you. So let me give you a few principles. Then we're going to get out of here because we try to get you out of here in 15 minutes uh, when we do these. Uh, let me give you a few principles that we shared uh, on Sunday. Three things that I want you to think about, because, again, we, we talk about this Monday morning discipleship. And I'm trying to hit people that are in the word, but I'm also trying to hit some people that have gone away from church and they say, I don't want to go to church no more because of the people there, the people there. Right. So first thing I want you to think about, did you come here? Did you come to the church to hear a word from the Lord? It matters how we show up places. Did you come here with expectation? I came here to hear a word from the Lord. I appreciate the singing. I appreciate the atmosphere. I appreciate all these things, but I didn't come. I, I'm not complete if I leave and I don't hear a word from the Lord. Why is that important? When I ask that question, did you come to hear a word from the Lord? Jesus starts off in Matthew 13 and 15. He says, their ears cannot hear. He says, we have a hearing problem. You people, these people, as he says, you have a hearing problem. Their ears cannot hear. So I ask this question. Did you come here to hear a word from the Lord? Now, I want to make sure that I'm clear on this. Did you come here to hear what God had to say? Or did you come here looking for what you wanted to hear? It's important that we come to hear a word from the Lord, because sometimes we might come expecting one thing, but God may have his preacher say something else, which is exactly what you need in the moment. So, so again, don't go to the doctor and say, doc, I need a pill. You ought to go to the doctor and say, I need you to diagnose me. I need you to tell me what's going on inside of me. And because you have the expertise and you have the knowledge, I need to tell, I need you to tell me what to do next. Did you come here to hear a word from the Lord? Did you come here focused? Because if you focus on the word of the Lord, again, as I said earlier, God will help you to deal with people. The next thing, y'all, if you came here to hear from the, uh, hear, hear a word from the Lord, the next thing, did you come here looking for a revelation from the Lord? What do I mean when I say that? When you hear a word from the Lord, are you expecting that word to reveal something in your life? Are you expecting God to pull back the covers on some things that even you tried to hide from him? Did you come looking for a revelation and understanding, right? Did you come here looking? Did you come here trying to hear a word from the Lord? Try to try to hear it and then see when Jesus talked about it in verse 15, he says, he says, uh, they have closed their eyes. So even if I pull the covers back, you can't see it because you've closed your eyes. Did you come here to see? Did you come here to have some things revealed in your spiritual eyesight about how you might be living? I need a, not just to hear a word from you, God. I need a revelatory word from you. I needed to reveal something in my life, right? So did you come here looking for a revelation? Last thing that I'm going to get out your hair on today. Did you come here seeking a change of heart from the Lord? Jesus says in that 15th verse, I'm ready to heal their heart. I'm ready to change their heart. I'm ready to do something on the inside of them. Did you come to service saying, God, I need you to change my heart. Lord, I have a problem with all of these people. 
Lord, I have a problem getting along with people in the church. I need you to change my heart because if you change my heart, God, I'll actually look at these people in a different way. The Apostle Paul talked about this. I don't have the scripture off off the top of my head. I apologize. But the Apostle Paul talked about the fact that once we our hearts are changed, we see people different. We start to see him different. We, we start to care about him in a different way. We start to see him in a spiritual way. Did you come looking for a change of heart from God? We have a people problem in the church. Jesus constantly references the people. He says, these people have done these things. But listen, we ought to be looking to transform ourselves from being these people to his disciples. You see that? These people, these people, the wayside people. Stony ground people, the thorn people. No, we ought to be transforming from these people and we ought to be trying to be good ground and saying, I want to be a disciple and I want to learn more of you, God. I want to understand why you're saying what you're saying. We have a people problem in church, but we need to change those people and make them disciples. If they turn their hearts to Jesus, he can heal them. He can turn them into good ground. He can turn them into fertile ground. And he can turn them into disciples and we'll no longer have a people problem in church because in the church we'll be full of disciples. Listen, that's all the time that we have for this week's uh, Monday morning discipleship. I hope you were blessed by that. I went a little bit over. I do apologize, but I hope that you were blessed by that. I just wanted to share that with you on today. The people problem in the church, the people problem. And so many people have gone away from the church because they're worried about people. But if you come into church for the right reason, if you come in saying, I came here to hear a word from the Lord. I came here to receive a revelation from God and I came here so that God might change my heart. If you come to church for the right reason, I just believe that God's going to say something to you. If you come in with the right attitude, mindset, again, not focused on the people, but I came to see you, God. I came to see you. I'm going to get what I came for on today. I know you're going to bless me. If you come into church focus, I promise you that God will say something to you. You'll leave better than you came in. That's all the time again that we have for the Purpose and Beyond podcast. Let me give you our tag very quickly. Listen, if you want to find us on the ministry's website, ministry's website is www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. Again, if you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com, www.krjpublishing.com. If you stop by there and pick up one of our books, we do believe that it will be a blessing to you. Listen, if you don't mind, we, we do encourage you, uh, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast, iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, if you're listening on SoundCloud, any of those places that you listen to the podcast, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and then share it on social media, share it with your friends, text somebody, call somebody, tell them there's a word here. I believe that you'll be blessed by it. So we encourage you to do that. And again, uh, you can check out some of the other podcasts that we're introducing right now. We do believe that it will be a blessing to you. Listen, that's all the time again that we have for our Monday morning discipleship. We hope that you are blessed by it and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.